Turf, your NF Tech football team came out on the short end of a 49 to 3 score last week at Indiana That's Orthopedic. Right. Uh, they was 49 and we was 3. IOU was the opponent uh, on the road. I know you were at a bit of a disadvantage going into that game because one of your starting players, Stubby Simmons, I think, was injured in the previous game. Was he able to make the trip? That's right. You know, uh, Stubby did fit into the Packard. Uh, he rode in the glove compartment because we had to stick his injured leg outside the window. Uh, but he did make the trip, yes, sir, and we were real glad that he did because uh, one of the things that was real positive about the trip was even though we was playing our opponents, Indiana Orthopedic University, what they done is they had a bunch of team doctors there that was real fine doctors, and they fixed old Stubby up. So not only uh, did they fix him up real good, they fixed him up so as he could play in the ball game. Coach, another positive note to that ball game with IOU was the fact that you did score for the first time this season. Well, that's right. You know, we did get ourselves a field goal in that ball game. And I'll be back to talk with Coach Turf about that field goal right after this message. Well, Coach Turf, I know you don't find many bright spots in a 49-3 loss, but you did score for the first time this season. Well, that's right. You know, there ain't many bright spots, uh, especially uh, when it, the weather's so bad as it was. You know, it was raining, and it was cold, it was storming, it was windy. It was a real bad scene up there, and I think that uh, we need to let the fans in on how important getting this field goal was to our program here, so I think what we better do is set the stage for what happened right before the field goal happened. You know, it was right there at the end of the ball game, and we was losing 49 to zip, and we had the ball in our own territory, and it's raining, and it's windy, and it's blowing, and it's real cold and everything, and got to remember that Stubby Simmons is a holder on the field goal team, and he's been injured for the last week, and they just fixed him up so as he could play in the ball game, and the ball game is real, and, and the ball is real slippery there in the ball game, so you got to remember it's going to be tough for Stubby to hold on to that ball when they center it to him, and remember... Our field goal kicker, a boy named Sammy Sidewinder, freshman this year, had trouble kicking off in the uh, ball game at the SOS in the first ball game of the season, so he's a little nervous. So we figured that we'd get his confidence up by sending him in to try a field goal, even though it was the last play of the ball game. you got to remember that Sammy is out there concentrating. He's got to lock his leg. He's got to follow through. He's got to watch the ball, and he done exactly that. We centered the ball, and Stubby had it, and Sammy is concentrating. He locked his leg. He followed through, except he, he missed the ball. He kicked Stubby, but Stubby went clean over the uprights, and Stubby was still doing his job. He was holding on to the football, so the referee gave us three points because you got to remember, you don't get no points at all if just the holder goes over. boy, Stubby. <laughs> Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. morning from 970 WATH. Scott Daly here with you today as uh, filling in for Dave. He is uh, planning on being back tomorrow. Uh, and uh, 
I just spoke with him, and uh, he just let me know that he had a late-night run for one of their little doggies that needed some emergency veterinary care. So, here I am with you this morning on this Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. It's a party line getting ready to party on, Garth. (laughs) All right, well, yeah, party on, Garth, or is that what it said? Something like that from uh, that one movie with Dana Carvey and Mike Myers. (laughs) I can't even remember the name of the movie now. I'm going to have to look it up here real quick. So, with that, good morning. Good Tuesday morning. April 5th, 2022. It's 15 minutes after 9 o'clock. And we'll continue on here with Party Line on 97WATH. As I'm looking here, Wayne's World, Wayne's World, that's it. I'm glad that uh, I have access to that information now. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. (laughs) Party on, Scott. Party on, Dave. I think Liz might join me here in a few moments, too, because I got the late notification from Dave that he wasn't going to be able to be on this morning. So I thought, hmm, well, what do I talk about today? And uh, Dave thought uh, County Commissioner Chris Schmeel was to be on this morning, but uh, I don't see Commissioner Schmiel, so that may be for another date. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll wing it here today. How about that? So if you would like to join in and uh, gab a little bit with me here today, we can do it. 740-592-6646. Current weather conditions, we always do that one too. Uh, 46 degrees. And cloud, we've got some rain in the forecast uh, for today. Now, as I look by the hour-by-hour weather forecast here, this is from, who's this from? It's either from the Weather Channel, maybe even National Weather Service. All right, here they go. We are at, uh, what, 9 a.m. right now? Oh, this is way off. (laughs) This has us at uh, 52 and sunny at 9 a.m. Uh, that gets a big old eh, not so. Because right now it's 46 and cloudy here in the Athens area. But rain is in the forecast today as uh, we'll continue on here with some things of interest that we normally do here on a party line. And uh, again, it was late notification, so we are... I am winging it. How about that? We'll do that. So with that, uh, we go to some dates in history. I don't know if you remember this modern rock icon, Kurt Cobain. He was a lead singer of a group called Nirvana. Some music I really enjoyed, uh, I think in the 90s predominantly. Uh, He committed suicide on this date in 1994. Good heavens. Well, uh, apparently he went into a coma uh, at one point and nearly passed after mixing champagne and the drug Rofenol. Or Rofenol, something like that. R-O-H-Y-P-N-O-L. So, um, 
The public was led to believe that the coma was induced by an accidental heroin overdose since Cobain had a well-known problem with that drug. So uh, anyway, apparently he checked into a clinic to seek help, a rehab clinic in Los Angeles at the end of March of 94. And uh, on March 30th, he walked away from the clinic without telling his family or friends. Nobody could find him. Uh, They hired a private detective on April 3rd to find him. And apparently the detective made contact with Cobain the following day in Seattle, but he refused to return to Los Angeles. Great musician there. And uh, unfortunately, he had convinced a friend to buy him a gun, claiming he needed it for protection. And then on April 5th, uh, he went home. Oh, boy. This is uh, troubling to read the rest of this. He took enough Valium and heroin to reach near fatal levels and uh, quoted Neil Young's lyric that it is better to burn out than to fade away. Wow. Sad ending to Kurt Cobain, the lead singer of a group called Nirvana. As we continue on, on 970 WATH, it is uh, 20 minutes after 9 o'clock. And I'm joined now by Liz. And uh, which mic are you on? Three? Let's try three there. Are you there? Hello. There you are. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Fantastic. Loud and clear. Uh, So I invited her in to gab with me a little bit today. I was just talking about Kurt Cobain. Yeah, I heard. I heard that you were talking about Kurt Cobain. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out my headphones here. No, that's okay. Sorry, I don't need them. I remember uh, lots of his music. Um, the Unplugged show on MTV. Oh, yeah. That uh, one's that, iconic. Yeah. It's still a favorite, as many people enjoy uh, seeing that, of course, you know. We're not going to hear from him again, but he left us with some nice music. Yeah. I'm pretty partial to the one where um, it was a true story about a, a woman that got lobotomized, and it's kind of about, like, her revenge on on the state. It's a... Uh, Oh, I don't even remember which one that is. Yeah, what's the uh, one song, Come As You Are? Um, can't think of the, the title of it, but I can I can hear it in my head. <laughs> but uh, Smells Liz, like Team Spirit is what you're thinking. It of. could be. Um, but uh, Liz is my studio mate here on the FM side in the mornings on Power 105 on WXTQ and uh, when she comes in to do the show on Tuesday and Thursday afternoons in here on 970, um, I'm usually finishing up with some work things that I have to do, uh, closing up the AM studio here so that she can get in here. But uh, she and I have developed a friendship. And, you know, when she came here, we didn't know each other, right? Yeah, me and Scott are homies now. We are. <laughs> so, you know, I've come to appreciate her friendship, and, and uh, I tell her that too, and I just feel that people should do that more hey you know what i appreciate your friendship oh one of my favorites here for sure that's that's for sure (laughs) well thank you and we we have a good gab session uh before i get out of here too we talk about so many things whether it's radio business uh we talked about birds this morning lots of birds (laughs) a lot of current news some politics yeah, we try to avoid politics as much <laughs> as possible because there's 
nothing good really happening in politics. Yeah, we got to hear it every day all the time anyways. So it's sometimes it's better just not to even talk about it in a workplace when you got to hear it all the time. Yeah, we were uh, talking about Lent on Party Line uh, before the Lenten season started. <laughs> and I said, uh, Dave asked me what I was giving up. And I said, I'm giving up politics for 40 days. Politics? Because, yes. Oh, there that. that because, worked, it, that yeah, there's nothing good in it to, to talk about. I actually didn't uh, end up giving anything up. No? No, nothing at all. Yeah. It's like, do people really do that? I mean, I'm sure some do, but it kind of reminds me of New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I, I, I never really did the New Year's resolutions either. And if I did, I never really stuck with, stuck with them. You and a lot of people. <laughs> my my parents are pretty good about it, though. My My mom always kind of picks something every year and then gives it up for a while yeah i think this year it was a mcdonald's for your mother yeah Ooh. we live off of richland so you know the mcdonald's is the go-to oh that would be like a teaser every day driving by that you know it really is (laughs) the fast food hop of richland yes i did read that um there was research done on I don't know how many different subjects, 500 or so subjects about New Year's resolutions, and they talked about uh, did they stay with their resolutions all through the year, and and here's the percentage they came up with of people who supposedly answered it honestly, only seven percent of those from the beginning of the year stayed with their resolutions. Really, seven percent. Seven percent last made it through the year. Wow. Here's the song I was trying to think of. It is Come As You Are. Yeah. Listen to that for a few seconds here. See if anyone remembers that one. I swear I don't have a gun. Chilling now, really. Yeah, that's chilling right now because that's exactly what happened with his uh, suicide there. That he used that gun a friend bought for him, claiming that he needed protection. Right. But, uh, you know, we, we're enjoying this song right now. And I always thought, too, when I heard the, the group Nirvana, I thought, I, I, that's not my style of music, but I'm telling you, after I listened to it, it became one of my styles. Yeah, they're definitely kind of a, a band that, that I had to listen to a bit growing up before I actually started to fully appreciate them and learn about their processes and their lyrics. They're really just amazing. Yeah, and what, this is the song that I listened to, and I think the first time I ever listened to it 
was right here at Power 105. You know, not here on 970, but on uh, Power 105 next door where you are in the mornings. But um, anyway, it just, it caught me, it hooked me. Yeah. And ever since then, I was like, man, this dude's good. So uh, anyway, yeah, I just thought we'd do a little sampling. Do you remember when the Nirvana baby sued Nirvana? Yes, and that's what I was alluding to there when I pointed to that. Like, there he is. Was that successful? Did they? Did he? I, I think it's still in the courts. Oh, really? So yeah. I'm sure we'll hear about it again sometime soon. Yeah. Interesting. And and my question is, how are you going to pay this if it's settled since Nirvana is no longer in existence? Well, who are they labeled with? Um, I don't remember who, who they were labeled with. I want to say Warner Bros., but I don't think that's... Yeah, they'll have to go back to the recording company, the estate yeah. of of Kurt Cobain. There, um, it won't hold up. There's no there's no way you can sue for that. It's so wild. I would agree with you, but I'm not surprised at anything anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that people sue for. So Oh me neither. Let me see if I can find that here real quick. Uh let's see, looks like I had a couple of them. Um who owns Nirvana? Well, that'll be where they go to. Yeah, absolutely, it will yeah. be. Well, the band themselves, I guess, own Nirvana. And uh, record labels include Sub Pop, Geffen Records, that's a big label, and uh, DGC Records. Sub Pop was probably their, their, their best time. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Now I just saw something about that lawsuit, and, okay, inquiring minds want to know like me yeah yeah I, I, I definitely need to know uh yeah. what's happening there let's see where it is anyway uh let's see a federal judge has dismissed a lawsuit filed by a man who said he had been sexually exploited by the grunge rock group nirvana when the band used a photo of him as a baby naked and drifting in a pool for the cover of its seminal album Never mind. Now, this man, who is now 30, accused Nirvana um, of engaging in child pornography when it used a photo of him as the cover art of Nevermind, the Seattle band's breakthrough 1991 album that helped define Generation X and rocketed the group to international fame. Okay, the lawsuit was dismissed after a judge in the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California said that Mr. Eldon's lawyers missed a deadline to respond to a motion for dismissal by the lawyers for Nirvana. So we never got to hear the arguments huh. about why... So they just gave up, pretty much? Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, I, I definitely understand his side of things, but, I mean, you're a, you're a baby, and nobody's really gonna know who you are unless you, like, make a YouTube or publicly talk about the fact that that is you. I mean, I know that they pretty much just bought the photo for, like, $500 from the family. Yeah, yeah. So unless unless you outwardly, publicly say that that was you, there's no way that anybody would know. I, I doubt it's a traceable photo, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm sure that, you know, if, if the lawyers filed for discovery... And wanted to get into Nirvana's files to find out who that baby was, they could have done that. Yeah. But they missed the deadline. So, <laughs> you know, judge think, says, you snooze, you lose. Yeah, I think the guy got so much, um, you know, 
well, negative feedback online that he probably oh, yeah. gave up. I'm sure people are Nirvana fans are banging on that guy. Oh, definitely. And, and you know, how did this come up Be other than the guy himself? You know, was he drunk in a bar one night saying, hey, man, I'm the baby in Nirvana's cover album of that, that one album, Nevermind. And some guy was like, hey, you should sue them. You yeah. can probably get a lot of money yeah. out of that. Yeah, and then the, the beer started talking, and they were like, okay, let's try it. I heard that he actually kind of used that fandom uh, before all of this started. He would talk about it, and he like had a YouTube channel trying to get famous because he was the Nirvana baby, and then uh, and then he must have gotten the idea yeah, at a bar or something and decided to go the opposite way. Yeah, now who's exploiting who? Right, no, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, um, folks, if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, and and probably don't care what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, this band had an, an album cover, and as you heard me mention in the description there, uh, they the, the group used a picture of this guy as a baby, and he was, you know, in his birthday suit, and he was drifting in a pool. So the picture was taken from underneath the baby uh, to show the water between he and the camera, and they used that on one of the covers of their albums. So uh, Mr. Uh, Eldon apparently thought he could get some money out of this. So that's that's where the exploitation comes in. The lawsuit uh, has been dismissed, and we move on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that, um, I'm going to pivot back to some uh, highlights in history. Um, and something else... I wanted to ask, oh, talk about too, before Liz goes, and you can stay as long as you want. I know you got a show going on next door. I got, I got ten minutes I can spare. Okay. I just posted about it on my DJ Instagram. I'm like, I'll be back in ten minutes. I'm over. I'm hanging out with Scott. Don't oh, worry. Oh, cool, about it. good. Well, I hope people are tuning in then. I bet they are. I bet they are. Cool. So Liz has a good following here. Speaking of which, and she did not ask me to do this. I won't. I won't say anything about it because I won't promote myself. But go. Go You, hands, you know what I'm going to say because I think it needs to be said. <laughs> I do know you. Because say. I, I feel you deserve this. Um, yes, Liz and I are are good friends here at the radio station, and we enjoy com good conversation, and we laugh, we smile, we look at the Athens County Dog Shelter pictures. And we love these dogs on here. And incidentally, there's one that Liz wants. I want her so bad. <laughs> it's Autumn. Yes. It's an older dog, but her roommates are balking. At it. <laughs> it should be barking. My cat would be too. Yeah. Bark at it. Don't balk at it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, they're, they're so cute. And we look at dogs. And she volunteers at the shelter. And we can talk about that uh, here in a minute too. Um, she's worked in different pet shops am oh, i right yep pets, yeah pets mate. yeah so um what i'm gonna say is that if you read the a news that uh, they have the best of every year and liz is in the category of best djs correct it is correct okay now her name in there is not liz it is her nickname the lizard the lizard two yes. Gs. so i'm doing a little promo campaign right here Right now, on sentiment or Salma said sentiment journey on party line, for folks to please, if you participate in that or even if you have not participated in it, please give Liz your consideration and vote for her for the best DJ. 
uh, as I've done multiple times. <laughs> now, I love all the DJs here. I, I'm not picking favorites or anything like that, but I've heard Liz on Power 105. I've heard her here on 970, and I think she deserves it. Aww. So. That is my endorsement. Well, thank you so much. May I add that um, our very talented DJ Bardicus is also on it, and um, that you should you should go vote not only for best DJ but for like every single category because it's amazing the not only the female representation in it this year but just just local businesses that just started and a lot of them are my friends. So go ahead and vote and uh, help out your community. Absolutely, participate in it. You know, it's a it's a it's a contest. And a lot of times, I think these things turn into personality contests. Right. Which they do. I mean, you know, get family and friends to load up the ballot box, right? And, uh, yes, DJ Barticus is also a candidate in there for Best DJ. He's also in another category for Best Entertainer. I, I believe it's Best... It's not Best Personality. It's, uh, like, Best Influencer, I believe. <laughs> Okay. Pumpkin the cat is also in the category. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I used to take care of Pumpkin the cat did at, you really? at Kroner. Yeah. Did I vote for P Pumpkin the cat? You bet I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Pumpkin. Oh, I know. I do too. And I saw that and I thought, that's that's got to be checked right there. So I did. But yeah, consider uh, DJ Barticus as a best entertainer, personality, entertainment, something like that. Uh, but he's also in another category. So just promoting uh, a couple of our own here at uh, 970 and also Power 105. And I I certainly hope you'll uh, do try to do that. Uh, you can go on Facebook to the A News' webpage there and keep scrolling until you find the best of link there. That's what I had to do and found it that way. I also have it linked on our Facebook. If you scroll down on our Facebook a little bit, the link I have posted should take you right to the voting reel. Cool. Okay. And it, you have until the 8th, by the way. Yes, that's right. So that is Friday. So, folks, get your votes in for Liz <laughs> on there. It's uh, Again, she's referred to as the Lizard. The Lizard. That, that is her nickname. Thank and you for the endorsement. Absolutely. <laughs> and my endorsement carries a lot of weight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We're important people around these parts. Aren't we, though, even if we think so ourselves? <laughs> See how we get along when we talk here, not on radio, but that's what we do. When I, my show's done and her show is done and we're both preparing, she's preparing for her show, and I'm finishing up things in here that I need to do and business things, uh, marketing and promotion things, too, and returning messages and things like that. But we always find time to gab. <laughs> it's true. You got it. The keep the keep the the brain flowing. If you stop here for a second, I kind of start to like lose myself. Like, gosh, where was I? And so, yeah. constant conversation really helps when you speak for a living. I think it does. And and at times when I go in to say good morning to her at Power One Hundred Five, or she'll say good morning if she's passing by the studio here. You know, how you doing this morning? And sometimes she go, oh, I'm, I'm kind of tired. You know. But, but we don't let that show through the microphone because, for me anyway, I don't really think that our listening audience wants to hear about our aches and pains and our tired, we're tired. Absolutely. And things yeah. like that. So Liz and I talk and she'll tell me off the air, I'm kind of tired. Then we get to talking and by the time we're done talking, I've noticed this. She peps up. It's true. It's true. I, <laughs> I definitely do. Because you wake up and then I usually don't 
speak a single word until <laughs> I, I get here. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm like a walking can of Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still need one every morning, oh, so yeah, maybe, okay. maybe not enough. You get a double dose of it then. <laughs> I think my first words every morning are Power 105. Oh, when you wake up? Pro yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mine were like this. I need to get that crazy song out of my head. <laughs> Tempted by the fruit of another. You know that song? Which one is that? I I want to say it's uh, Peter Gabriel. Mm, love Gabriel yeah. right now. Yeah, me too. But I, I had a caller um, a couple weeks ago tell me, ask, ask me if I could play a song for her because this song was going through her head and she could not get rid of it. It was a song called Already Gone by the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I think it was. Or Tequila Sunrise, one of them. So she said, can you please play that song so I can get it out of my head? And I'm like, um, yeah, I can probably do that. Okay, I'm on Sentimental Journey, right? Right. Which that song really doesn't fit in the format right, right. of Sentimental Journey. So I said, well, how about this? This is what I do. And I heard this one time in sleep research about when you get a song that keeps going through your head or a thought that goes through your head. It's called Muzak. M-U-Z-A-K, and these researchers said the best way to get rid of Muzak in your head, one of them, I re there were a couple different things, but one of them I remember was to whistle the theme song from the Andy Griffith show. Oh, really? Yes. That's you know how so that goes? interesting. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of it at the moment. <whistles> that one. Yeah. So I did that one. I did that, and it worked. Does it really? Yeah. Wow, I'll definitely have to try that sometime. The first time I tried it, I was like, no way, this is not going to work. Were there any other good techniques? I, yeah, but I can't, I don't recall what they what they were, but that one I remember because it worked. Right, <laughs> now, right. If it didn't work, I'd be like, yeah, done with that one. Next one. I definitely get just songs stuck in my head all the time now, and they're always... They're always Power 105 songs. I think that prop, pop music is kind of programmed to stay stuck in your head more than oh, yeah. all the old classic music that I play over here. I totally agree. And there's, there's one for me, another one that I that goes through my head. But I don't mind it because I like that song. And it's a song I end, or that I start Sentimental Journey with every day called In the Mood. Mm. It's like a big band song. But I like that song. And I, different versions I would go through my head when... Yeah. But it keeps going, and I don't mind, you know, it doesn't drive me crazy like the other Muzak stuff does. But that one did this morning. Yeah. There's some so, I just I just can't get out for yeah. days at a time. Yeah. So I'll they're... come home screaming the song. <laughs> I'll usually parody, parody it, make it about my cat when I walk in. Yeah. Spew cat. Yeah. Speaking of cats, okay, we touched on this a little bit ago. Um, Liz works has worked in pet stores, mm -hmm. and that's that's – where she and I get the conversation going about pets and different breeds because I will tell her about uh, a certain breed of a dog that's still available for adoption. And she always can tell me back, oh, that's a great breed of dog or that is a very quiet breed of a dog or they're kind of aggressive or something like that. It I makes know a lot about dog breeds you for do. some reason. You do. I just by default from working where I've worked. Yeah. And we all we both finish with this. I want to adopt every one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. I'd, I'd love a dog. <laughs> if you ever uh, had boarded your dog at Croner Animal Care, chances are I would take care of them. Oh, you did that? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I worked there, and then I, I did PetSmart. And uh, 
always PetSmart uh, because they ad- adopt out cats. They don't sell. Well, we they they sold fish and stuff, but um, but yeah, they they adopt out their cats and they also work with the dog shelter. So yeah, love to support them as well. That is so cool, and that just warms my heart every time she tells me that I worked at this pet store and we had these, you know, animals in here. And I thought, you know, she she and I share the appreciation for finding pets homes. Yeah. And we talk about that and about that. And whenever uh, we have an an adoption, I'll get on the Athens County Dog Shutter webpage. And so whenever there are adoptions, I have to come over and tell you, you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an every morning occurrence. (laughs) So I come over and I go, uh, this heartwarming news. And she knows what I'm going to tell her. (laughs) And, And then I tell her, I say, I tell her who got adopted and, Liz just does what I do. Oh, I'm so glad. You know, one of those. Yeah, when we got a... Oh, wow, she's been gone for such a short period of time, and I already forget her name. Trinity. 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 Yes. That was awesome. Yes. We were very, very excited about Trinity. We were talking about Trinity for a long time. Shout out to whoever adopted Trinity. If you're listening, maybe call in sometime. Yeah, we love that dog, and I know that you have to love her, too. And she got a really nice home. And there were pictures posted on Facebook of her new home and owners. And they say that she was just fitting in extremely well. I'm so glad for her. Yeah. And a couple other dogs that were adopted together. Uh, the big ones. And see, now I'm doing what you did, forgetting the dogs. But they got adopted to a big farm that these uh, owners already had another dog of the same oh. breed. Oh, were they the Pyrenees? Yes. Oh, I loved them. Yes. I have a Pyrenees myself, and they're just amazing dogs. Yes. But not if you don't like barking, because they, they do that, <laughs> yeah. and you can't stop them. That's what they were made to do. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we we share a chat about that and the success stories. Um, I guess just a little bit of the background of kind of what goes on here. Yeah. People in, love to hear it. In the mornings, because we do more than just spin tunes. <laughs> it's true. You know, play records or, or CDs or uh, digital music, anything like that. We and also sit there and twirl in our chairs. We do. Which yep. is a very important part of being yep. a broadcaster. She's probably seen me dancing over here a time or two. Lots ja- of dancing. Jamming out and, uh, you know, do maybe doing some exercising. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I need to start doing the morning stretches that I feel like Dave, Dave the Machine would always have a uh, a morning jazzercise routine or something. I, I got to start doing something like that. Get well, you all were, woken up. Those were nuts. I know, I know. They didn't do anything. I watched them <laughs> do it and I thought, where, where is the exercise value in these? <laughs> it's true, it's true. Well, I watched him do them. I'm like, okay, this belongs on a comedy stage. He's like, wind up the arm? Yeah. Wind up the arm? Throwing them around. Not, not in a, a gym or a, an aerobics class or a room or <laughs> Pilates or something like that. But I, I'd like, you know, I know he was what he was doing, but it was entertaining for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it always was. It always was entertaining hanging out with him. Well, I better get back to the old 105.5. Yeah. If you want to tune in to me here from 12 to 4 today, I'm taking calls. I take calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so yes. go ahead and do that. Right here at 970 WATH. Well, I appreciate you coming over, and again, I'll just say it publicly, I truly appreciate your friendship. Oh, I do too. Thank you for having me. You I, bet. I love being on ATH. You bet. It's my, Thank you. It's Thank my you favorite joining, Yes, <laughs> mine too. 
and have a great show, but we didn't say that, right? Because right. we've got Power 105 over there. Absolutely. Hey, I want to say something else, too. Liz is going to be doing another Pepsi prize pack giveaway. That's right. Next week. Yes. Mm-hmm. So listen from uh, 6 to 10. Uh, I usually put them out around the 8 o'clock hours, but I'll never tell you that. So it's just a little little bonus right there. But yeah. another Pepsi prize pack. And uh, we got some pretty cool prizes this time. Yes. So. Really cool prizes. Uh, some people called in for the... Lots of people called in last week to uh, take a chance of winning the prize pack. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said the phone was constantly uh, it, ringing. Just uh, Yeah, there's probably like five people per prize trying to claim it. But that, that one in, in particular was a really good gift. Yeah, we thank G&J Pepsi for that too. And we enjoyed doing that. I know Liz enjoys doing it because... Uh, I call her the lucky lizard whenever whenever she's giving away prizes over there. So I say, call in to win. Call the lucky lizard to win your lucky prize. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people love the giveaways. So uh, tune in next week and try and get yourself one. Yeah, yeah, they're new products too. They are. They're usually uh, new new products that we're trying to hand out indoors. Yeah. Yeah. And some really cool gifts too, like uh, the Yeti. Yeah. What do they call those? The cups, insulated cups. Oh, the koozies. Koozies, thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be some of those next week, too, but uh, you'll just have to call in to find out to That's win. That's right, you will. Well, it's, thanks again, Scott, yeah, for having thank me you over. Too. This I'm, was always a pleasure. Yes, I'm glad you joined me, and I know you got to go, so I'll see you uh, shortly. I'll be back at 12. We'll see you at 12. Sounds good. Have a great show. You too. Thank you. <laughs> that was Liz Huber joining me here this morning. Something different, you know, other than just the... Uh, Pretty old news. I mean, some of the news can't be helped, like the war on U- war in Ukraine. Well, it could be helped if they would just stop it. You know, stop the killing of innocent people. Oh, don't get me started on that one. I already did start, but oh well. I just I am sad to see the looks on faces of innocent humans. They're being slaughtered, bombed. Um, I don't know what other word to use other than just awful, terrible. And, you know, really there's... All because of one person feeling threatened by NATO. And, you know, these, these leaders around the world have the ability to do this I call them so-called leaders, and uh, boy, oh boy, just certainly hope it stops soon, like right now. But anyway, continue to pray for the people of Ukraine, won't you? Uh, We all see on the news what's going on. We get tired of hearing it. We get tired of seeing it. But at the same time, the human nature of us wants to help. We feel helpless. There are things going on in this country for fundraisers, for food, clothing, shelter, um, medical supplies, things that you and I get used to doing. We have a bed to sleep in. We have clothes to wear every morning when we get up. We have food available to eat. We have bathroom preparation items available to us, a toothbrush, a toothpaste tube, 
a shower to get in. Think of this. These people that have been displaced, that have had to flee their homes, that were doing nothing but living their lives, and now they have nothing except probably the clothes on their back, whatever they escaped with, maybe a suitcase. I've seen suitcases being carried, pulled on wheels. I mean, for me, that's unthinkable in this century that you see a modern suitcase that you would take on an airplane that is being used as a refugee type of escape from a war zone. People who are dressed in decent clothing, um, shoes that are available at Nike stores, sports shops, boots, clothes, but that's it. That's, that's it. That's all they have. Their belongings have been destroyed in apartments. They, you know, were maybe watching TV on one night, and then the next thing, a missile strike hits their building. And now they are left without. So, I guess I did get started. So please, pray for peace. Pray for the people of Ukraine, and that some sort of decency can be established and that the people of Russia who also have empathy for the people of Ukraine, but with the propaganda going on in in uh, Russia from what we are seeing, what we are hearing, uh, not so sure that a lot of people are hearing what's going on accurately. Um, and for me, I feel like we have that problem here in the U.S. that I'm not sure we all know what is going on accurately. As a matter of fact, I'm going to segue to the Washington Post article that was published within the last day or two, the op-ed that finally agreed that the Russian misinformation was indeed that. And how it was started, that those who started it knew it was false uh, during the last presidential administration. And again, I don't care who the president was at the time, but to stir up things like that and divide our country more, that's what I feel the issue of, that it divides our country. And again, I know I said I was going to give up politics for Lent, and there I did, dipped my toe right in it. So anyway, um, let's just leave it at pray for the people of Ukraine and pray for peace there. But Ukrainian military uh, apparently are fighting back and retaking some of the cities now. So uh, that is good news and maybe some normalcy, whatever that may be, can be established. It's going to take years to rebuild those things. Um, those places there, but uh, just like World War II after the devastation in Britain, in uh, London, for example, we have the capability and technology to rebuild faster now than after World War II. So it may not take as long, but it will take some time. Um, Gas prices are a pain in the gas, and I'm sure I speak for lots of you out there that uh, I've had people say, if we're opening up oil reserves in this country, then why are we stopping the pursuance of domestic production 
and increasing production that way? Why aren't we opening the pipeline, making it available? Uh, why aren't we promoting that instead of opening up strategic reserves that are really intended for emergencies here in this country? Um, so things like that, inflation, uh, going out of control, um, you know, on and on. I, I wish I had a better answer. I wish I had something better to talk about, that we didn't have to talk about these things. But, uh, you know, some of those things make sense about releasing the oil reserves instead of using what we already have here and preventing that from happening. Because for me, I feel like it puts lower-income families in a bind once again, like it did years ago, to make that choice about whether to buy gasoline for their vehicles or food for their family or heat their homes. Um, you know, they, they have to make tough choices. And again, I understand the environmental part of it, where people are trying to protect the environment. Uh, however... That's the balance that, that you have to make in making those decisions. And um, with that, the well, for me, I just feel like this is continuing to happen due to the push for electric vehicles. I know that may be going out on a limb, but uh, it's certainly not going to hurt that push for electric vehicles uh, with gas prices so high. Uh, But anyway, we'll see what happens with that. I know I don't like paying high gas prices. I'm sure a lot of you don't either. Uh, But something's got to be done because from the research I've seen, experts I've seen, this uh, release of oil is not going to help in the short term. And oil experts are saying it's not going to help in the long term either. Uh, So we'll wait and see what happens. Hopefully that happens otherwise. But if you think about it, oil drives economy. Oil drives business. It drives our country. It drives our America. And now that we have to go ask other countries to produce more oil for our sake because of high gas prices is a little bit head-scratching to me when we have it available here. Agreed or not, um, that is kind of what we're facing right now here in the United States. So with that, uh, we'll hope for better outcomes in our country and uh, better things for those that are economically challenged, that are financially challenged. Uh, So uh, hopefully that will improve as well. Uh, What else? I'm winging it here, as you can tell. I'm sitting in for Dave and Got a late notification that he would not be available. Um, I also mentioned, too, they had a late-night doggy emergency. They had to take um, Hope uh, to Columbus to emergency vet clinic. Now, apparently the dog is doing better. They ran multiple testing on the dog, and uh, Dave mentioned to me that they all came back normal, so that's good. That's a blessing, Uh, but they did not return until... Wow, way early, uh, way late, I guess, this morning. Uh, But anyway, uh, that's why I'm here today and happy to be here with all of you on Party Line on 970 WATH. And uh, with that, 
we'll wind up the show here in just a few moments. I'm glad that Liz had a few minutes to come in and chat. You know, something different on a party line today. Hope you didn't mind that and uh, maybe enjoyed a little bit of that to kind of let you know what goes on behind the scenes here as far as production, as far as what we do. More than just uh, gab on a microphone like I'm doing right now. (laughs) I had some things about cryptocurrency I wanted to share with you, uh, but hopefully I can get to that another time when I fill in uh, for Dave. Uh, But again, I think you folks probably know that I am not a fan of cryptocurrency. And be careful if you have someone that tries to get you into it. Uh, If you do not know what you are doing, uh, by all means, please avoid that. Uh, Because once you get into it, it's not like a bank account that if it is hacked, if your cryptocurrency is hacked, there is no way, there are very little ways to recover the value of all of that. So uh, please be aware of that. Again, it is not insured by the FDIC like banks are. That if there's a problem, for instance, like with the uh, Great Depression, um, the bank saw that. Thus, the FDIC was established. And there are many safeguards in place that I believe protect that from ever happening again. Recessions, yeah, those are going to happen. A Great Depression, mm, too many safeguards in, in my opinion anyway. Well, that's it for us here at Party Line. Uh, Stay tuned for Sentimental Journey coming up after Athens County Cares with Micah Haynes. Uh, Currently, the temperature is 40, what are we at? Uh, 48 degrees, and there is some rain in the area. CBS News is next. I'll see you shortly on Sentimental Journey. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has just weighed in on the massacre of hundreds of civilians near Ukraine's capital. It's a deliberate campaign to kill, to torture, to rape, to commit atrocities. Correspondent Deborah Pata went to Bucha. Tanya Nedashkivska found her dead husband in a 